And hello, welcome to another edition of Laurel Park Weekly. We're live here by the historic Laurel Park paddock. It's Thursday, November 16th. We're getting right into the heart of fall, which means Thanksgiving Day is right around the corner with our famous holiday pie giveaway. I'm Stan Salter, Ty Ellis, Dave Rodman. Good to be back. I was off a couple days last week, and I see they hit the pick six again on Monday. How are you? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, someone hit it on Monday, and of course we had a couple of big payouts uh, during the previous days in the pick six. The crisp fall weather is really kicking in just in time for Thanksgiving here at Laurel Park. We've had a good streak of weather this week, so hopefully back on the turf by the weekend, Ty. Yeah, hopefully back on the turf. That benefits everybody, and uh, the prices reflect it. Big pick fours, big pick sixes you mentioned, and pick fives with that uh, low takeout. It's always a great, great wager here. All right, nice weather this morning. We have four races carded on the turf tomorrow, so hopefully the sun that's out right now uh, dries up that turf course, and we'll have a nice turf course tomorrow. Friday kicks off the four-day race weekend. Tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And uh, while I was out at the barn area this morning watching some horses train, it was a nice morning out there. A lot of horses on the track. Got a, got a, got a little scoop for uh, for tomorrow. A couple of uh, couple of tips for tomorrow we'll, we'll uh, I don't know if we should give that out to the public or keep it to ourselves I think we'll give it out to the public we'll do that later on in the show hey, but it's just one of the side benefits of watching this uh, show here Laurel Fair Park Weekly right and listening on the podcast uh, yeah. we got the podcast right. so you can download it but yeah this is good footage of the morning workouts always a nice place to be on the backside in the mornings at the track Beautiful, beautiful day. It appears, right? Everybody's enjoying it, the people, the horses, and I hope it stays this way for quite a while. See the leaves blowing around in the background, a little breezy here. I have the uh, the Laurel Park baseball cap on, still kind of in my uh, barn clothes. We'll show you some more footage from this morning later on in the show. And, yeah, I think I have a couple live tips for you guys for tomorrow. All right. We'll get to that in our local uh, preview. We all, we'll also preview some national races coming up. We'll look at some big national races from last week. And, but let's start with our local recap. Last Saturday, well, let's tell you what's coming up this Saturday. The Bruin Bourbon Classic at Laurel Park this Saturday. Come experience all the fun. This is always well attended, Ty. It's a fantastic uh, event. You get, uh, if you like if you like bourbon, there's really no better uh, place to be on Saturday than here. Uh, I'll be doing a handicapping 101. I did that this Saturday uh, for the Ben's Cat celebration. I gave out the middle pick four, which paid f uh, $1,500. Nice, so nice job. On a $22 ticket. So Let's get a little tip, a little bit. Let's <laughs> put a 20 or 100 <laughs> in your pocket or something. Unfortunately, no. I, don't th I gave it to somebody, but I think they were a newbie at the track, and they didn't know the etiquette. But that's okay. That's what I'm there for. But uh, it's always a fun day. Uh, the Brew and Bourbon Classic. I think we're going to have a, a ton of people out there on the apron. It's going to be in, in the carriage room. All right, so the weather's supposed to be nice this Saturday. Hope you come enjoy the weather in the Brew and Bourbon Classic. Let's show you, and then the free holiday pie, the most popular promotion in all of horse racing. This has been going on since the 80s. Come spend Thanksgiving Day with us. Watch some live horse racing, and we're going to have a, a big festive day. If you get here early, you can get some apple cider and stuff like that. And then when you leave, uh, there you go, early bird special. That's what I'm talking about. Free donut and coffee or cider at 10 o'clock. Thanksgiving buffet starts at 11, and then uh, special first race post time, 11.25, and then you get to leave with the pie, Dave. Yeah, you don't have to cook. Thanksgiving buffet, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., and that's $40 per person, and reservations are required for that. So you get a good seat, terrace, dining room, watch the races, no mess, no cleaning the dishes, just bring the family out of the track, and you can win that $40 back plus more with all the great information that uh, you'll be giving out.
All right, Ty, what's your favorite kind of uh, Thanksgiving pie? Are you a pumpkin or, or, or apple guy? I'm more of a, an apple. I, I want to see the mincemeat come back, Stan. We, I we know, used to have that. I know. We used to have the mincemeat. I want to see that return. Maybe next year. Maybe I think next that was, year. was Le Leatherberry's favorite <laughs> pie. <laughs> Is that a British thing? I don't know if the British are making a comeback in the pie scene. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. so that's uh, Thanksgiving Day. Come spend it with us and take home a pie. Let's show you all the action from last Saturday. It was Ben's Cat Day, and what a turnout we had yeah. for the memorial service early in the morning and all day long, just people remembering the life and legacy of the champion. Yeah, indeed. I mean, uh, really, really um, somber scene with Ben's cat there, uh, his ashes being buried right next to the paddock at Laurel Park. So now all of his fans can come out and see his gravesite permanently next to the, I'll call it the Ben's cat paddock now. <laughs> a lot, a lot of tears were shed. I mean, uh, racing fans I know from New Jersey, from uh, Texas, from Ohio, that's just three of the states who actually flew in uh, for the ceremony. And uh, all of the riders of Ben's Cat were here to sign autographs. King Leatherberry um, on that uh, on that particular on this past Saturday here at Laurel Park. Great celebration of uh, life of uh, a horse that meant a lot to me. I know he meant a lot to a lot of people. He was actually the first horse I ever placed that's a right, bet on. That's right. 2011 Maryland Million. He's four years old. He d he started late because of the pelvis and. Right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, he means a lot to me in my uh, my uh, life here at the racetrack, and, and it was emotional. It was on. on yeah, emotional is, I guess, the word I was looking for. It was definitely, uh, you know, uplifting, too, you know, just yeah. to see everybody come together uh, to, to remember such a, a great horse. So, um, yeah, the cat's uh, right next to the paddock here at Laurel Park. We had some great live racing as well. Last Saturday, we had six stake races and some electrifying performances. Let's start with the Geisha for Philly and Mares, 75,000 going a mile. And while Claudio Gonzalez was very confident about my magician, the five-year-old Maryland bred by Street Magician. And here she comes with Joe Moore Torres, gets the money for Eurostable and leading trainer Claudio Gonzalez. That usual kick of my magician, didn't matter what the pace was, just in too good form. Uh, right now, but I thought a really good effort too from the runner up there on Moon Virginia, the inside uh, coming back uh, after showing some, you know, forward action early, but coming back to claim second spot there. Good, good effort from her from the Ham Smith barn under Cintron, but Jomar Torres for Euro Stable. Yeah, she was getting a little leg weary at the end. She was on the wrong lead, stretching out. That was the first time she had gone that one turn mile. Um, I would say maybe a cutback next time. Seven furlongs is probably her her, her per de desired distance, but mm -hmm. good win. Now three for five uh, since entering the Claudio Gonzalez barn. It was the Maryland bred exact. The Moon Virginia for Hammy Smith was the runner-up in the Geisha. Let's show you the smart halo for two-year-old Phillies. This was a big field. Take charge, Paula, for trainer Kelly Breen. Paco Lopez was in town to ride this filly. She was already a stakes winner. She was coming out of the grade three Matron up at Belmont. She gets her st a second stakes win here in the Smart Halo. Uh, broke on top, actually. Got the first call out of the gate. Uh, then kind of settled, dropped back a little bit to third position at the half-mile pole, chasing the pace and then to the outside in the stretch run. So a really uh, four-star performance there for uh, the Kelly Breen trained runner, uh, Take Charge Paula, who paid 740 to one under Paco Lopez, uh, winning by a neck over, caught Dreamin', uh, the dark hollow bred there and own yeah. runner. 
Uh, good effort from that, that horse, too. I hope they meet again down the line. Charge, tr take charge, Paula. She was my best bet of the day, my key horse in that right. pick four that That's I right. gave out. I love the horse. You talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, I was a big Park big weekend. fan of the horse. Uh, the, the, the last race in the Matron was really impressive, but uh, Phil Schoenthal's horse yeah. that ran second, who just broke the maiden, uh, really ran a big race. was a big price, uh, eighth one, I believe, on the morning line. So a uh, lot to see from, from Crot Dreaming. Uh, the show, Phil Show with Thal Barn coming in yeah, the future. A, yeah, quick time, one ten and change, and that was her first time facing winners, and she was going up a, against a stakes winner like Take Charge Paula. So nice win for the Kelly Breen, Philly, but keep your eye on Caught Dream and the Maryland bred right here at Laurel Park. For trainer Phil Schoenthal, let's show you the city of Laurel. $100,000 on the line for three-year-olds going seven furlongs. And Prince of Hemp remains undefeated for trainer Tim Kreiser. Dana Whitney was in town, a $12.80 upset here in the city of Laurel. Anytime you have a horse coming in from out of town with a good record on the line looking to stay unbeaten, you always have to wonder, was it the track that they've run at that have made them such a, you know, given their, give them a leg up, or with, can they transfer the form to Laurel? And indeed, Prince of Hemp shows he's legitimate. He battled on a hard pace there, 45, 44 half mile, or is right in the midst of a three-way battle out for the uh, for the early advantage actually more than that who were heads apart for the lead yeah, it was three-way battle for the lead early so Prince of Hemp remaining undefeated that's a uh, horse is trained by Tim Kreiser yeah the horse actually got headed probably about the eighth pole and on the inside part of the track which was a part that uh, you really didn't want to be this whole entire past weekend uh, fought back gamely and and really was impressive over a Todd Pletcher Sonic Mule horse um, and then Ella Reeb in there kind of ran flat, probably needed the, the break, uh, needed the rest. Uh, I think we'll get a show a lot better in the future. Didn't really run, finished third to last, I think, in there. Mm. But He broke I, inward yeah. and kind of dueled in that heated duel inside of runners. Really not a really good place to no. be. So he's a little better than that. Yeah, yeah, that was a tough assignment. I saw him getting grilled yeah. down there on the inside going into the far turn. Um, yeah, he had to be a super horse to overcome that. So I think El Reeb, he'll run second. He'll run better second off the layoff for trainer Cal Lynch. Tail of silence to one hole. Cost him probably uh, for Barkley Tag in the city of Laurel. Yeah, I, that's the horse guy kind of liked a little bit. Had to work out a trip. I thought ran an outstanding race. Got a good ride. Just was out kick. All right. Let's take a look here at the safely kept for three-year-old Philly. Seven furlongs, $100,000 purse and it was burned for trainer Graham Motion, three-year-old filly by Bernardini, Fergal Lynch aboard this filly, been running against grade three, grade one company, an $18 winner in the safely kept. Burn, baby, burn, down the, down the lane in the last eighth of a mile. I mean, there was no doubt about it. The horse is okay on the dirt sprinting, very versatile kind of horse uh, for Graham Motion, 3C Stables, West Point Thoroughbreds, and Robert Messiello. So a lot of cheering interest there. I guess this horse got a lot of Twitter uh, publicity after that race uh, <laughs> with all the ownership connections who are very social uh, media uh, savvy. Yeah, it's not like that, that the race fell apart either. Burns right. just blew by that field. There were mm -hmm. good shimmering aspens, a good uh, horse in there. They, they went quick, 122 and 3, uh, 122 and 2, excuse me. So, uh, I mean, it's not like it was a, a, a pace that fell apart. Burn just was, was exceptional on Saturday. Shimmering, shimmering Aspen, she ran okay. She was third. It was a tough, tough race. The big story, I think, of the Safely Cup is Chad Brown finally got beat in the stake race <laughs> here in Maryland. Yeah, well, we're going to see him get beat here uh, a little later on in the show, too, in our national recap. Okay. So, yeah, he does get beat occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. occasionally. Yeah. But your love, a good runner up there in the Safely Cup. Let's show you the James Lewis for two-year-olds, 100000 
three quarters on the main track. And I tell you what, the factor was very fast when he was a racehorse. And he has a fast sprinter here. Two-year-old by the factor. A different style. Sharp win for trainer John Service and John Bassano. Good savvy ride here from John Bassano on a different style. Moderate fractions, really 46.60 for the half mile. And that was enough to hold off the charge of the 40 cent to a dollar favorite Cowboy Karma, whose best running style is off the pace. So he ran his race. He just didn't have an ultra quick duel to run toward uh, in the uh, James Lewis. And he had to settle for second, a five to one winner in wire to wire fashion. Uh, that Bobby Leaf uh, stopping in here. <laughs> yeah. right, a little fall leaf for you. Okay. Cowboy Karma probably left too much to do. It uh, took way back. I know that's the running style, but might have uh, uh, let the front runner a different style kind of get uh, uh, a little bit loose yeah. on the front and, and, and little too much to do. I, I think if they could, the Cintron could have that ride back, maybe get a little bit closer to the pace. Uh, the factor starting to stamp himself as a stallion. I remember when uh, George Bolton had him as a racehorse. He was very, very fast, and he was excited about him being a stallion prospect, and now the factor doing pretty well at stud. Let's show you the Richard Small. Of course, uh, last Saturday was Veterans Day, and uh, this race named after Richard Small was a Vietnam vet. We lost him a couple years ago. Let's take a look at the winner here of Fleet Willie. Claudio Gonzalez thought this horse would win, and the Gonzalez barn had a big day last Saturday. They won with My Magician, and they win the Dickie Small here with the Fleet Willie. The stretch run really doesn't do it justice because he was <laughs> left at the gate. I mean, flat hooped at the gate there, and he came from not only last, but uh, made a middle move in the race to the lead uh, about three and a half furlongs out, and that's tough to sustain. He did, and he held off discreet lover. Well, he uh, passed discreet lover who made all the pace running at 12 to 1 in a sharp effort as well. Yeah, probably uh, lost three three lengths at the start, would you say? Kind of uh, jumped easily. at the gate. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe the mile and an eighth helped that because uh, the pace, they, they, they went a little quick on the front. Paige McKinney was a little flat today. That was a disappointing run by Paige McKinney. Uh, nowhere near his ability. I look for him to come back. But uh, a fleet Willie and, and Claudio Gonzalez, I mean, they just keep rolling uh, here, at the, here at Laurel. Yeah, Claudio Gonzalez, the leading trainer, and an $8 winner there with the Fleet Willie. Joe Moore Torres with two stake wins last Saturday here at Laurel Park. Discreet lover, a little bit of a price there in the exact. All right, that's the six stakes from last Saturday here at Laurel Park. Hope you can join us this Saturday for Bruin Bourbon Classic. Let's get a quick commercial break. We'll show you a couple big national races from last weekend, a couple big national races coming up as well. In the thrill of victory. In the agony of defeat. Either way, you win. Have a stake in the race with Express Bet. All right, welcome back. Laura Park Weekly. It's a new week here. We showed you the action from last week, and let's show you here at Laura Park. Let's show you a couple big national races from last week, and let's go down to Churchill Downs for their Commonwealth turf stake down there. And it was Mr. Misunderstood. Take us, take us uh, through this race, Dave. All right, rallies on the outside, actually seventh at the half-mile pole. Drove past runners cleared on their Florent Giroux. First graded stakes win for Mr. Misunderstood. Four straight against stakes uh, company. Four straight try against stakes company for Mr. Misunderstood, who... Has turned well from a former claimer, used to run for $30,000 down at the fairgrounds. 
into an ultra, ultra tough turf horse in a mile and a 16th, grade three Commonwealth turf for trainer Brad Cox in a flurry racing stable. And his 27-year-old owner, uh, I was going to say Stanton, but it's Staten Flurry. But close enough, maybe you can get a share. Under the lights down there, Churchill. Yep, yep, good a good effort, all right? I mean, it's tough for a horse to, you know, to turf, to, to keep to turf under the lights. Uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you get the shadows, but yeah, this the horse shadows of the everything. Seven, seven for seven on the turf, uh, four, you know, four wins in the last uh, four starts mm -hmm. on the turf, all in stakes races, so... Uh, they got a good one on their hands. The, the, the young ownership, Brad Cox, Florent Giroux is you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with the Cox connections, I would think you're going to see him at the turf down at fairgrounds. Probably. Being trained by yep. Brad Cox, who's often down there, and maybe Gulfstream. Mm -hmm. All right. They had the Red Smith handicap, uh, handicap up at Aqueduct last week, and spring quality a winner up there in the Red Smith. Yeah. Well, we're here at Laurel. Ed one. Edgar Prado is up there for the win in the uh, grade three uh, Red Smith. At 12 to 1, Chad Brown runs second, Chad Brown runs fourth. You see that, Stan? He does get beat occasionally. Uh, look at that effort from Spring Quality, uh, who will probably rest up in a grand motion pretty high now on next year, moving forward to turf season 2018 with him. He's just kind of maturing, and he's found, uh, you know, mile and three-eighths, a good distance for him, maybe mile and a half. You know, he's, he's just that kind of marathon type horse on the grass but 12 to 1 on Prado shipping out of town and sneaking out of town while we're here at Laurel Park uh, by the way Prado uh, came back the next day here at Laurel right for full of zip same trainer Graham Motion yep. on Sunday afternoon he's sneaking up 6,976 wins now for Hall of Famer Edgar Getting Prado close to 7,000 yeah, yep, wow. yep. big weekend for the Hall of Famer Prado last weekend so that was uh, the national recap races from last week. And let's show you a couple national preview races coming up. Ty, the Clark Handicap is going to feature Diversify, the Jockey Club Gold Cup winner. Let's show you the win here. Trained by Rick Violet. I like how they skipped the Breeders' Cup Classic. They're going to be sharp. They're going to be fresh here for the Clark Handicap. Yeah, uh, they're going to be, and that's going to be under the lights the day after Thanksgiving. This is next Friday. Uh, probably a prep for the Pegasus World Cup. I'm assuming if everything goes well, uh, this horse, this this horse is going to be the front runner, much like uh, the winner of this race last year, Gunrunner, who mm -hmm. went to the front and never looked back. I'm going to assume that's probably going to be uh, the same trip that they're going to they're going to look for this horse in the Grade One Clark. Uh, you got Opportunity, who's who's always a late runner, who's going to be coming late. They got that long stretch down at Churchill. Uh, Opportunity should be running late. You got another Bob Baffert. Uh, uh, I Irish Freedom, who's a three-year-old that's growing into himself that right. could uh, be a bit of a uh, problem there. So the PPs haven't come out yet. Those are just the nominations. Destin's uh, yeah, nominated also. And the player who we showed a couple of weeks ago on the forum was aiming for this race, so I would assume he'll be in the entry box, too, for the Clark, the player, off a win at Keeneland. So, all right, so this will be Friday, November 24th, down there at Churchill. You can come out. Guys Day Out here. We have a bunch of promotions for the guys the day after Thanksgiving, so you get your pie on Thanksgiving Day, and then come and avoid the shopping on uh, Black Friday. Come out here, spend it with us at Laurel Park. You get to watch the Clark Handicap from Churchill. Also Thanksgiving week and a tradition up there at Aqueduct, the Fall Highweight Handicap, and we know this guy pretty well, Star Walking Dude. It's going to be up there at Aqueduct. One of my favorite races. One of my favorite racehorses. This horse, Star Walking Dude, just runs and runs and runs, and he ran in this race last year, finished second, but he carried. 134. 
he should probably get around 130 again. That's the point of a high weight is, is they carry a lot of weight in here. Uh, 134 is excessive, but mm. um, I would say 130 is probably what they're going to give this horse uh, if he enters again. Seven-year-old retaining his form, two for ten this year, and uh, one of his uh, place finishes in Grady Company was here in the General George behind Imperial Hint back in February of this year. So 2018 on the horizon. Maybe he's looking for return as an eight-year-old. I mean, he's just uh, he just keeps rolling right along, stall walking, dude. Sure does. Seymour Dini's uh, uh, nominated. Again, the PPs haven't come out yet, so we're just kind of looking through the nominations here. Seymour uh, Dini, who's one of my favorite horses, especially from the last year or so here at Laurel, who ran yeah. through the allowance races in dominating fashion, is is pre or is uh, nominated. So. Green Grotto seems to dance every dance, and he loves Aqueduct. He's 7 for 28 there, and he's dangerous always with early speed. And this time of year with the weather getting a little colder, you never know. He oh. might try to take and steal it all the way. He seems to show up just about every time, at least on the pace, right? All right, well, stall walking dude's going to have to carry a bunch of weight in here. I remember Saratoga when I was a kid once, Groovy uh, carried a bunch of weight up there, 128, 129 or something. Mm -hmm. uh, groovy, of course, a champion sprinter back in the 80s. So we'll see if the 7-year-old uh, stall walking dude can do it. This, this is uh, Thanksgiving Day. Thank Am I correct? Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving yep. Day, yep. the, uh, the fall high weight. Hope you're out here with us at Laurel Park getting your free holiday pie. You can watch our live racing, the fall high weight from Aqueduct. All yeah, right. We're, uh, you're right, 11 to 5 for the buffet. Right. And I think we'll, uh, so we'll be open until like around 6 o'clock around California's last race there. Yep. So uh, yep. it, it'll be an entire day here at Laurel Park, not just a half day, a third day, because it's a holiday. It's a full day. Fun week, forty dollar yeah. buffet on Thanksgiving, and then the dot gate dot guys day out. It's twenty five, and then I think I saw two dollar drafts. So two dollar drafts, uh, twenty five dollar barbecue at tips. I, so I like Stan's day. idea of skipping the skipping the uh, shopping and coming to the track. Yeah, come to the track. Let the ladies go shopping, and uh, you know, <laughs> let them bring the iPad. We have free Wi-Fi wireless. Just go on Shop Amazon. away on the iPad. Then coming up in December, December second is our holiday toy drive, and December 9th, our ten thousand dollar giving tree. So. Lots of cool stuff coming up here at Laurel Park. Go to the website, laurelpark.com, to check out all the upcoming events here at Laurel Park. Glad you watched us again this week. For Ty Ellis, Dave Rodman, I'm Stan Salter. Here's some more horses training here at Laurel Park Thursday, November 16th.